0: Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, this morning we are looking to start our week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and the Proverbs. We're ready for Psalms 72 and Proverbs 2 today. Psalm 72 is a psalm about the reign of a righteous king. And many Bibles would say a psalm of Solomon or a psalm for Solomon. And it's really a psalm about his kingdom and the, and the righteous and amazing kingdom that would be under King Solomon. Um, however, there is a prophetic undertone here uh, that's also pointing towards, in my opinion, the kingdom of Christ, the kingdom of Messiah. And uh, the the kingdom of Solomon is kind of like a type and shadow or a type and figure of the kingdom of Messiah. So just a couple of things there to, to keep in mind As we look into this word this morning, I pray that the words would go forth and pierce hearts and cause many of you to draw closer to God as a result. So open up your hearts and let's see what the scriptures might have to say for us this morning. I'm going to read from the King James Bible. We're going to start with Psalm 72 and then move on to Proverbs 2. Let's begin. Verse 1. Give the king thy judgments, O God, and thy righteousness unto the king's son. He shall judge thy people with righteousness, and thy poor with judgment. The mountains shall bring peace to the people, and the little hills by righteousness. He shall judge the poor of the people. He shall save the children of the needy and shall break in pieces the oppressor. They shall fear thee long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. He shall come down like rain upon the mown grass, as showers that water the earth. In his days shall the righteous flourish, and abundance of peace so long as the moon endureth. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea, and from river unto the ends of the earth. They that dwell in the wilderness shall bow before him, and his enemies shall lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and the isles shall bring presents. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall offer gifts. Yea, All kings shall fall down before him, all nations shall serve him. For he shall deliver the needy when he crieth, the poor also, and him that hath no helper. He shall spare the poor and the needy, and shall save the souls of the needy. He shall redeem their soul from deceit and violence, and precious shall their blood be in his sight. And he shall live, and to him shall be given of the gold of Sheba. Prayer also shall be made for him continually, and daily shall he be praised. There shall be a handful of corn, in the earth upon the top of the mountains. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and they of the city shall flourish like the grass of the earth. His name shall endure forever. His name shall be His name shall be continued as long as the sun and men shall be blessed in him all nations shall call him blessed blessed be the Lord God the God of Israel who only doeth wondrous things and blessed be his glorious name forever and let the whole earth be filled with his glory amen and amen The prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. All right, so there's Psalm 72. Again, very clearly about King Solomon, but you see the prophetic undertone, right? And I don't know about you, but man, I just... I guess it's easy to long for the kingdom of Messiah when you live in a world ruled by devils. Where everything is about deceit, everything is about death, everything is about wickedness. Every corner, you know, every corner, around every corner. Is some pervert or some pedophile. Around every corner is somebody trying to steal and kill. And this is what the world looks like when it's ruled by. Again. Devils. Ruled by the wicked. And so when I think about this. When I think about the kingdom of Messiah. It's it's this world that it's almost unfathomable. That there would be. Ruling in righteousness, and that those in need would actually be cared about, and that the oppressors would be crushed, as the scriptures say. It's also clear that the kingdom of Messiah is a now but not yet type of thing. It's now in that Jesus said the kingdom of God is upon you while he was here. And that it spread throughout all the nations. Christianity. But it's not yet in that you can clearly see. I mean, obviously, this is not what the world would look like if Christ was ruling completely. Let's just look at a couple of these verses. He shall judge the people with righteousness and the poor with judgment. There's a lot of here about how he's going to care for the poor and those in need. He shall judge the poor of the people and shall save the children of the needy. And, and shall break in pieces the oppressor. And they shall fear thee as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. In his days, verse 7, shall the righteous flourish in the abundance of peace so long as the moon endureth. I look forward to that day when that's what the world looks like, where peace endureth. Whereas like some of the other prophecies say, there's no need for weapons anymore they're beat into plowshares they're beat into f- their ch- they're beat into farming equipment come quickly lord jesus come quickly amen let's look at proverbs 2 and get some wisdom to start our week proverbs 2 it's a continuation remember Proverbs are written by Solomon to his sons, but there's wisdom in here for all of us. Proverbs chapter 2, let's begin. My son, if thou will receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart unto understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and lifteth up thy voice for understanding. If thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous, He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. So please note. Solomon's saying. He's trying to paint a picture of how important wisdom is. It's so important that you should seek it like you would silver. Like you would wealth. He's also quick to. Point out that it comes from God and that wisdom, right, begins with the fear of the Lord, which is all throughout the Proverbs, right? He says, If you seek her as silver and search for her as a hidden treasure, then thou shalt understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, and out of his mouth come knowledge and understanding, and he layeth up sound wisdom for who? for the righteous. And he is a buckler, in other words, a shield to them that walk up rightly. Actions matter, don't they? Let's continue on. Verse 8, he keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom endureth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall persevere thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh froward things. Please note in the King James, froward means perverse, perverse things. Who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Who rejoice to do evil and delight in the frowardness, the perverseness of the wicked. Whose ways are crooked, and they froward, perverse in their paths. To deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger which flattereth with her words. Which forsake the guide of her youth and forget forgetteth the covenant of her God, for her house inclineth unto death and her paths unto the dead, none that go unto her return again, neither take they hold of the paths of lives that thou mayest walk in the way of a good man of good men, and keep the paths of righteous. For the upright shall dwell in the land, and the perfect shall remain in it. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the transgressor shall be rooted out of it. That is Proverbs 2. Let us just re-examine these last few verses here. Starting with 10. He says, When wisdom endureth, into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul so when you have when wisdom is in your heart and it's enduring right like you're living by it which comes from God according to Solomon Here, here's what happens discretion shall preserve you And understandings will keep you. What's it keeping you from? It will deliver you from the way of the evil man. From the man that speaks perverse things. So that wisdom, that God-given wisdom that you've sought after more than you've sought after wealth and riches. That wisdom will help you identify and understand foolishness it will help you understand that what's coming out of that evil man's mouth is perversity and you ought not pay any attention to it so it'll deliver you from the evil man who speaketh forward forward things who speaks perverse things who leave paths of unrighteousness to walk in the way of darkness who rejoices to do evil he's talking about that evil man that you'll be delivered from Who delights in the perverseness of the wicked, whose ways are crooked, and perverse is their past. Not only that, that wisdom will deliver you from the strange woman. Solomon talks about the strange woman and the dangers thereof all throughout the Proverbs. When he's talking about the strange woman, it's a woman who's not your wife. It's a woman that you're going after for purposes of lust and desire. Solomon often is warning his sons that that's a deep ditch that you're going to fall into. In this particular proverb, he says, those who go after this strange woman, they don't even return. Like, Why? It's like their lives are destroyed because they sought after the strange woman. They sought after fulfilling the desires of their flesh, which we've seen all too often in our culture, right? Wrecks the family, destroys the family, all for a moment of pleasure. He's warning his sons, don't stay away from this. And in fact, if you have that God-given wisdom, it'll protect you from this. It will deliver you from the strange woman, even from the stranger which flattereth with her words. That strange woman might be somebody at the office who's always telling you how great you are, how smart you are, how impressed she is with the things that, you know what I'm talking about? She's flattering you with her words which forsake the guide of her youth and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For her house inclineth unto death, and her paths unto the dead. None that go unto her return again, neither take they hold of the paths of life. That thou mayest walk in the way of good men, and keep the paths of the righteous, for the upright shall dwell in the land, and the perfect shall remain in it. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the transgressors shall be rooted out there's a day coming hopefully sooner than later the scriptures talk about how the wicked will be gathered and thrown into the furnace and the righteous will be the ones to inherit the earth over and over and over Old Testament, New Testament that is the theme God's children will inherit the earth the wicked will be rooted out of it They will be gathered like chaff, like weeds, and thrown into the furnace. I pray, my friends, that you've been strengthened and encouraged this morning. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. Thank you to those of you who are Patreon subscribers and those who support through PayPal and through the mail. Uh, It's far beyond what I deserve. And I'm just grateful for this opportunity. So thank you to all of you. That's all I have for you. Lord willing, I'll be back with you on Wednesday. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.